Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast for EA's press conference, E3 2015. As always, I'm Tim Geddes. I'm joined here by the coolest dudes in video games, Colin Moriarty, and the coolest dude. The coolest all oh, in Greg, video games. Greg Miller. Alfredo Greg Diaz Miller. is not with us right now. He has run away. He is so his gone. name is there. Just pretend that he's there in spirit. It's because Kevin left this stupid thing up there and then left us alone to die out here. He did. He did. A lot of I'll things. Go I'll go turn that off. Okay, cool. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate that. So right now we are live on we're live on YouTube because Twitch went down. Yep. And very, re very reliable. None of us expected that. Uh, I mean, like the entire site. Is yeah, Twitch is down. It's not our fault. It's not Kevin's fault. No, it's not our which fault. Which is surprising. Or, or Kevin's fault. But yeah, no surprise that Twitch uh, goes down exactly when you need it. Mm -hmm. um, right during the Star Wars presentation. Yeah, uh, but it'll be back up hopefully after the Ubisoft conference, so we can do the post Ubisoft and then pre Sony, which is the one we've really been waiting for. Yeah, yeah we only care about the Sony. Fans. I know. Uh, yeah. well, let's be honest. We're that's going to be Sony fan. That's going to yeah, be that's real, all we care about. Real good. But right now, guys, we're talking about EA. Mm. They just had their their thing. It was a thing. It was a thing. And man, I don't know. You, I, I've been talking a lot about these press conferences today. I'm like, wow, people have really learned on how to make a press conference. Like, we're getting these <laughs> excellent press conferences, and then this happens. I'm like, maybe, maybe you maybe got ahead I'm of yourself wrong. and yeah. know that the world doesn't know how to do a perfect yeah, one. My yet. God. Now, before we get into everything, I want to run through all the things that were shown. We got Mass Effect, Wake me up when it's over. Andromeda. All right. Yep. Holiday 2016. Exciting. Starting off strong. Starting off good. Need for Speed, which was very Fast and Furious inspired. Yeah, no shit. Like, the OST was legit. The soundtrack sounded awesome. I'm totally in this, except it's not Fast and Furious, the game, and it should be. Then, Star Wars The Old uh, Republic gets Knights of the Fallen Empire expansion for free. Coming soon. People are excited, I guess. Unravel. It's a new IP. It's a puzzle platformer. It's kind of like Yoshi's Woolly mm. World, but only the main character, it's got Yarny. Yarny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yarny? His Yarny. name's Yarny. Yeah. He has the yarn. Otherwise, it's like the rest of it's just like a normal world. And it looks kind of dope. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2 got a very extended demo that it didn't need. Um, single player will be in for the mm. first time. Spring 2016. Then we get to the sports. We got NHL 16, PGA Tour, NBA Live. People were excited, I guess. And then who uh, got? I guess. Were then, people then excited? Someone, so then someone came out and said, let's talk about mobile. And then they Every, talked about the some Star Wars card game, died. and then Minions Paradise. That's when I took my bathroom break. When, when first of all, who drew straws at EA? It was like someone has to go on stage and say, "Let's talk about mobile." Let's yeah. talk about. And mobile. that poor woman was like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry. Damn it! Now I gotta go out and talk <laughs> yeah. about." This she was mobile. enthusiastic about it though. And then, then you think it's over, and they're like, "No, we're going back to sports." So then they talked about FIFA, and then my boy Pele came out. Yep. Your boy, like, your boy, he's, your he's boy definitely Pele. my boy. Okay, I yeah. didn't know that about he you. He came out. I liked him when they, they asked a question. He just goes, ha ha, <laughs> no. no. I liked that. That was, Pele that doesn't was give good. a fuck. He got his totally million good. dollar payday to go there and do this. But then they brought it back and gave us a little bit of that Mirror's Edge catalyst. Mm. February 23rd, 2016. I like that. I like that we're getting a date that's not just next year. That's not just spring 2016. Right, 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 right. So that's good. It, I liked it. It maintained the look. It maintained a lot of the feel, but also looked a little more realistic. Sure, sure, so that, sure. That was good. Then... They went back to sports. Madden, oh, and mobile. Madden 16, the app experience. They talked about drafting and all this shit for a while. I'm like, well, great. <laughs> great, great, great. Then a Madden 16 trailer. It's like, okay, we get it, guys. It's coming. We, we get it. You like Madden a yeah. lot. Just stop. Now, the most important thing, though, is the entire conference, they kept teasing, Star Wars is coming. It'll be at the end. 
don't worry, it's coming, it's coming. And yeah, they, they had to because they're so really telling here. us. They had and a it countdown. Was like, they said 15 minutes at one point. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like, hey, you get the Star Wars, but you need to go through the obstacle course first. <laughs> like, can we you know get what you to the want. end? You can get it eventually. And then they did show the first ever gameplay of Star Wars Battlefront, so which leaked on YouTube before then. Not yeah. leaked, I guess, as much as I think the embargo Just went came up. Probably. Yeah, and they were like, well, fuck it, now we'll do this. So, what do you guys think? I thought it was a pretty poor conference, Rough. and and it was super uneven, which mm. I thought would you know, which I just I feel like EA is always just kind of doing their thing, but they're never exemplary. But they're never that was pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Now there were great games. I mean, opening up with Mass Effect Andromeda was was very cool. Very excited about that game. I mean, I'm looking at my notes here. I literally wrote a bunch of Z's next to Need for Speed. Need for Speed Z's. Yeah. Z's. Because well, it was like Need for Speeds. They're like, hey, we have this new thing, and then they just did slides for the longest time before they jumped into this weird live action thing. Before yeah. they then jumped into sliders and stuff. It was just, it was a conference. You know, I was over there talking to Tyson Root, you know, from Super Knockin' Boots, and he, he's like, I'm bored, we're, and we're like, we're bored, and I was like, well, this just isn't a conference aimed at us, and he said, yeah. who's it aimed at? Yeah, that's a good point, like, who, who is, is it? Who is this aimed, aimed at? at? And I was like, you know what, I don't know, you're a great, the Garden Warfare stuff too, this, yeah, man, it's ugh. so weird, like, earlier we were joking about a guy coming out in a Crash Bandicoot mascot outfit, and that was a fucking joke, you know, but that would be at least funny, but so many people that get it. This guy, we have a freaking zombie come out, and it's just like awkward as hell. Then yeah. he gets ushered off the stage, and it was just like it was pretty poor. I mean, th so they had a, they had a good beginning, something solid towards the end in uh, Mirror's Edge, which yes. looks cool, and then Star Wars Battlefront, which Battlefront looks fucking bonkers oh my God. good. I, I'm I'm really really shocked about how good that game looks. The presentation of it, it felt so Star Wars. And I think yeah. that's the most important thing. The destroyers, like you can see the star destroyers, like in orbit. Yeah, and, like the it, the it, tie it just, fighters just flying by, and then just the camera angles and stuff. It seems a little extreme. Yeah, it's I, very it it's very busy. It's very busy, but it's um, cool. It you is know, cool. It, it it, that's what it would be like to be actually in one of those battles. And I loved that the music was just constantly playing and constantly changing depending on what you were doing. And it's just like, wow, this fucking, it feels like Star Wars. Like, this feels like the universe that I want to be in. This is not no, no spin-off stuff. So Colin was wrong. There was no <laughs> Episode 7 game, nope. which makes me happy. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's still, battle there still like, might be. I mean, we should go into that while we, while we mm -hmm. remember it, Tim, that we each had an EA prediction Greg said EA would uh, announce Mass Effect 4 is coming in 2016. It's not called Mass Effect 4, but it is Mass Effect 4, so right. we will allow it. So that's half a Thank point. You. And then Mass Effect Trilogy, which I was shocked. I thought you nailed that one. Yeah, me too. So they didn't say anything about Mass Effect mm. Trilogy. Maybe they'll do, If it's coming out fall 2016, that means that that's an E3 2016 game. Right. E yeah, trilogy. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, for me, I said, yeah, second Star Wars game tied into the movie and releases this fall, but uh, that didn't happen. But when I looked at Battlefront, even though I was astounded by it and I was so pleased to, to, to see it um, mm. for the first time, one of the things that stood out to me was I was like, yes, this is definitely not a game for kids. Mm. What are they going to play? It just reaffirmed. It just reaffirmed yeah. like, what the hell? This can't be it. I mean, yeah. I think that yeah, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. that Disney Infinity and Lego Star Wars would be the answers. Like that is the, the surefire kid thing. That are, those are going to be good games too. Like that's the difference. Like specifically Lego Star Wars. You know the quality is going to be there. But did they announce Lego Star Wars for seven? No, they haven't yet. But maybe sure they will. They will. Gamescom. That's a that is a British studio, so they maybe wouldn't announce there. Mm. I don't know. But yeah, man, Star Wars, I was sold before I even saw it, but now that I saw it, I was just like, this looks But are you really cool. going to play it? That's the thing. I'm You're sold me, on the idea? I'm, I'm definitely sold on the idea. I will try it out. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm going to invest that much time into it, but for me, it is going to be a significant amount of time comparatively to what I would put into other games. Sure. Specifically other shooters. I look at this, and I was just like, I need to play this. Right. Because it just because it looks like something that like, you need to experience. Right, yeah. I'm definitely going to fool around with it, right? It looks mm -hmm. like a lot of fun. It's beautiful. It's cool Star Wars stuff, but how Getting long the I'll walker? hang out in there, oh, I don't man. know. Yeah, I mean, so I want to talk a little bit. Let, let's talk about some of these games that we at yeah. least liked, right? Or that looked interesting. Yeah, Mass Effect Andromeda. I think of like we don't know anything about it. No details other than holiday 2016. I like that Andromeda is the big key. 
Mm -hmm. right? Andromeda is, is the closest galaxy to the Milky Way. Clearly, the, the you know, what went, I don't want to spoil, but what went down in Mass Effect 3 renders some things that might not be possible in the future of the series, which why everyone was so interested in how they would continue it. Yeah. Andromeda being another galaxy entirely is a pretty clever yet obvious solution to continue Mass Effect. So, and I assume that's what the Andromeda callout, isn't it? Mm. Um, so I thought that that was exciting, at least. I thought it was weird the way they opened with it and kind of just shat it out and then never say anything about yeah. it again. That was kind of bizarre. Um, I was uh, that a game on Rabble. I'm into it. Yeah, it looked it looked cute. I, I liked the guy who was on stage. I, I felt bad for him in the sense that he was just so clearly very nervous, and yeah. I'd be fucking. Nervous but he was too. so he was nervous, but he was excited. And I think that's something that that's very important to point out. Like he wasn't just like a, an awkward nerdy nervous dude. He was an awkward nerdy nervous dude that was showing something that he poured his heart into and right. was really excited to show. Like there was a genuine excitement that you saw from him. And as weird and awkward as that was, it's like it's kind of endearing where you're yeah. just like, oh no, oh. I agree. And then you see mm. the gameplay, and it's like, oh, this isn't just something weird. This is actually something that looks fun and and nice and different. Because when I first saw it, you're like, oh, great, wow, you're really copying the yarn thing. But then you see it, and you're like, they're not at all. Like just a, one art style for the character, but the gameplay looked different. Yeah, it's and the a puzzle way that mechanic. You use it, like it's it looked good. One worry I have about it is, is it going to be too fucking sad? Because uh, it looks super sad. Well, it does. Look, it does look sad, but it's not so much that as much as it looks like it might have too many gameplay mechanics like there's something when it comes to those uh like artsy games where there's too many things you need to learn and the yarn can do too many contextual things in different ways yeah that just in that uh the trailer they showed like there was a ton of different things you could do with the yarn and that worries me in the sense of the game might be a little bit uneven in terms of what's fun and what's not fun sure but i'm intrigued in it by it yeah me too and I, i'm i feel like that was maybe the prettiest game that mm. they showed like pound for pound when you really looked at the gameplay and the backgrounds yeah. and stuff like that i was like wow this is a stunning stunning looking game well don't um, forget though that pga whatever the hell it's called <laughs> is using frostbite or so that's really a pretty game itself whatever. right there frostbite such a i mean it's a real engine but it's such a, a buzzword too I, I i will say for tim's point they spent way too much time on plants vs zombies garden warfare 2 yep. now the game the game looks cool and i'm super happy to hear that they're going to do um, single player, a single player campaign yeah. because I played the original and I liked it, but I don't want to play it like that. I'd rather play it by myself. You hate and, people. and they listened. I was surprised too that they said six million people played it. Now they gave it away for free and did a bunch of things, but it sold at least a few million copies. Yeah. Um. So definitely, you know, I'm I'm disappointed that PopCap's doing these kinds of games, but um, it looks cool. And the single player campaign uh, was intriguing to me about that particular game. But I have no. They spent an extraordinary amount of time on that game. I have no idea what they were thinking. I had no idea what they were thinking with a lot of things. That they, like yeah. the entire middle, basically after between. Unraveled and let's see, Mirror's Edge was just fucking well, nonsense. It's like they kept sandwiching everything. It's like <laughs> if they just got the stuff that people don't care about out of the way, or just even just put it in the middle, that would have been fine. But they didn't. It was like every other thing they would go back to it. It almost became a joke. Where it's just like, really, guys? Like we're gonna talk about an app again, or we're gonna talk about sports or whatever? And it's like, not there's nothing against sports, but it's just I don't understand the need to have these press conferences where they talk about the really random upgrades to these sports games that only hardcore sports games fans care about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to know like who they're talking to and what they're trying to figure out, but you kind of beg the question with your, own, with your own comment, which was like, they're talking about things no one cares about, mm -hmm. which means that it doesn't belong in the show at all. And yeah. I'm not saying we speak for everyone. Obviously, um, you know, there are people that care. I care about NHL deeply. I, mm -hmm. I tweeted out about NHL and how they should have gone on stage and apologized for the the sorry state that NHL 15 was in. I thought that would have been a really endearing thing and an honest thing to do. They gave gamers a very stripped down bullshit version of the game last year. It played fine and it was fun to play, but there was there was no meat on the bone at all. Mm -hmm. 
after just having the meatiest of all bones with like NHL 12, NHL 13, and it all it was those. mechanics, but not feature complete. Exactly. So I would have, I would have liked that, but I mean, you know, I just if it, it, they could have cut a half an hour off that conference, mm-hmm. you know, easily. Yeah, like. It, but then, I mean, we should focus on the positive, too. Mirror's Edge Catalyst looks really cool. Yep. Yeah, um, man. Pretty cool. cool. They gave it a full date, February yeah, 23rd. Which I love that. I think there's a lot of good things about that. I think overall that might have been my favorite section of the conference because it felt complete. And you saw the game. You saw a lot of different things. It was interesting that uh, it looked a little bit more, like, aggressive than the first game. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was less let's jump and, like, platformy type thing. And it was way more like we're fighting and we are kicking a lot of ass, which is cool. Um, I liked that the look felt the same as the other game but definitely more modern more progressed and the the colors are what really stood out to me mirror's edge was very you know it had its whites its bright blues and its bright orange and like that was kind of it this has those that those elements but there was also a lot of other colors a lot of grays and a lot of um it didn't look as shiny as the other one which i like we're finally at a point with games and graphics where things don't need to be shiny to be pretty they can just be pretty you know yeah i I think it was it, the game. What I liked about it was that it looked very familiar. It still had that washed out look to it, that that very sterile, very fascist, very Orwellian look to it, which I think is the hallmark of the original game. And I'm glad that they like stuck with it. Um, I like that they said that there are no levels, obviously, and no loading screens. So mm-hmm. it's 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 still a parkour heavy game, but it is a game of exploration, a sandbox, um, which the original wasn't. Yeah. So uh, I like the idea of that. And what I really like about this, and this is what we've been talking about, Greg, too, with. Developers, everyone knew that they were working on Mirror's Edge for a long time, long before they ever announced it, which was just a few weeks ago, if that. And th- these publishers are starting to come to terms with the fact that, like, there's no reason to announce these games so early, mm-hmm. you know? And I like that. They they came out with a date that's only eight months away, mm-hmm. you know? That's how it should be, right? Yeah, exactly. you don't, We don't need these long lead burn-up times where you can get people psyched up and then the thing gets pushed and then everything goes to hell. Yeah, and I think now, like, where games are nowadays, where games are coming out, all year round, I think it's important to lock down dates like February 23rd because that tells the other developers like, hey, we should probably stay away from, from these areas sure. or we should attack these areas, you know, whatever it is. Um, and it's it's interesting to see because I don't, I don't ever remember really getting spring dates this early at e, the previous E3. No, you know? they've identified their data. I guess they're confident they can go gold and maybe even before Christmas, if not mm-hmm. in January, and get the game out. Um, so I was impressed by that. It looks cool. It looks mm. fun. The Gabriel Kruger character looks interesting. There seems to be a more... I, I don't remember Mirror's Edge very well, but there seems to be uh, a tighter story. Mm-hmm. Something that like emphasizes a little bit more of the world and the danger of the world and, and the fascism of the world and the, the lack of privacy. It was funny. I was making fun of a little bit of the presentation, though, because she, you know, the woman that came out to talk about it um, sounded just like Nate Fox when he introduced Infamous Second Son. <laughs> it was like at the PS4 reveal, it was like the same speech. Like, oh, what yeah. if you had no privacy and you know, and, and all that kind of stuff? I was like, I feel like I've seen this already. But other yeah. than that, um, you know, it looks pretty cool. And mm-hmm. then of course Battlefront. Yeah, my God, Battlefront, um, very impressive. But Battlefront still impressive, beautiful. As a critic, you're saying all these things. As you as a player, you're still not. Oh no, I'm not. Ready. I'm not interested in playing it. But it looks. It looks. It looks fun. Mm. And there is a single-player component to it, so like I could play sure, the missions sure, or whatever, and maybe sure, I'll, yeah. I'll fuck around with it, but it seems like a game I'd fuck around with for a weekend. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like I can't wait for that weekend. Those single-player missions and stuff and just being able to play with the bots, I am so into that. The multiplayer, I could do without. But, yeah, I mean, it's, but I, I understand that we are in the minority when it comes to that. Like The majority of people in this room even are just going to be like, I want to fucking play this shit. Oh, no, I, and I understand and respect that. And, and there's a dynamic to it where I was watching it, and I'm like, I was looking, I was thinking in my head, I'm like, huh, maybe I could actually play this. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it probably. And yeah. I just don't want to be in a lobby and I don't want to be playing with other people and having to cooperate or compete in mm-hmm. that in that sense. So it's just not for me. But there's no doubt that they did a beautiful job. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what's funny is seeing a game like that, a Star Wars licensed, beautifully rendered game like that, with such obvious shooter heft and shooter yeah. feel to it, and shooter look, the the bouncing yeah. rifle and all those kinds I, of things. Like, that oh, was the so one weird. thing, and I, yeah. I pointed this out to Greg, where the whole game looked great in the presentation. I fucking cannot stop talking about because I think it's so wonderful. But the gun itself and like the hand specifically looked weird to me. Like just it looked really just kind of like stiff. Right. But I mean, I guess that's also just like that's how the Battlefront games always kind of have been. So I don't know what else I expect. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's so unfortunate that there's not much else to say. Like, it was a disappointing conference. It was, it was a bad. It conference. wasn't aimed at us for sure. Yeah, lot, but I mean, who the is majority? It? I know, I know. I'm saying the majority of games there weren't our kind of games. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, even the coolest moment right was in the end of Star Wars there, where they ran up and the guy gets picked up, the Vader thrown, thing. Oh he's my god, Vader, and then Luke and him go at it. And it was yeah. like, fuck yeah, could we just had an entire conference of that? It's like, interesting. It was weird to start with Mass Effect, yeah. and then have just like what happened happen, just go. It's interesting to look back at our, our pre-show we did and like talk about all the things that they could have shown yeah. or that we were expecting or that they need to do surprises and all this stuff. And then to get this, starting off with Mass Effect was like, oh, promising. And then it just dropped off. Right, 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 right. right, right. And it's interesting. And I think the fact that they, from the beginning, they were like, Star Wars is at the end. It was kind of clear that it was just like, that is the big thing. We all knew that. Yeah. But it, it's interesting to me that there wasn't any real surprise. I mean, I guess Unravel was a surprise. But yeah. that's not the type of surprise I think people were looking for. Sure, no. but, sure. But it's good, though. I think that that's a, a good thing. You shouldn't... If you can expect the surprise, then it's that's not, a different type of surprise. It's not a surprise. Than, yeah, so... And I, I, I want to say, to EA, you know, because we're beating up on EA a little bit, but I want to give them a lot of credit for identifying a game like Unravel. We, we often say that it's, it's more of a big publisher like Ubisoft that takes risks on games like Valiant Hearts yeah, yeah. or Child of Light. Well, Unravel seems like one of those games that's mm-hmm. clearly not going to be a critical success or a commercial success. Yeah. It will be probably a critical success if it's as good as it looks. Um, and it's smart for EA to kind of engender themselves to more of the art house games and yeah. the art house gamer um, because they have no credibility really there because they, you know, they like Activision have a lot of annualization and are doing a lot of things like that. So mm-hmm. um, I do want to give them a lot of credit for finding a game like Unravel that they can yep. put up next next to their FIFAs and next to their Need for Speeds exactly, and all man. these kinds and of I'm, things. I'm totally with that because that looks like a Tim game. You know what I mean? That, that looks like one of those games that I want to love. And uh, similar, or in the Blind Forest and stuff like that that Ubisoft is doing, like, those are intriguing to me. Those are intriguing to a whole group of people out there, like gamers that don't necessarily want these, like, big AAA shooters, you know? Ori but, is a, you, do you mean Child of Light or Valiant? Ori is a, a Microsoft game. Fuck you, right? Yeah, I just want it because people yes. are gonna complain yeah, yeah, out there. Yeah, no, 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 right, right, right. yeah, yeah. Holy but shit. I understand what you're saying. I would think that's Yubi, though. Yeah, damn. I would put that in that, that same. It looks because it looks, whatever you get. What I'm saying. It looks like, like that, it looks like that Rayman engine. Uh, yeah. quite a bit. Um, but yeah, it seems like everyone except for really Activision does these kinds of games now, and now EA's kind of on board mm-hmm. as well. I think I think it grows credibility, and and if you have an audience that likes their Need for Speeds and they like their Mass mm-hmm. Effects and all that, and I totally respect that. Those are great games. Then maybe they see this, or maybe they, there are EA fans out there, and maybe they'll see, you know, oh, well, this is a game I should take a chance on that I otherwise wouldn't. Mm-hmm. The studio, obviously, or the company that's best at doing those kinds of games is obviously Sony, but yeah. um, but everyone's learning from, well, they did Journey and Flower and Unfinished Swan and all these games that no one would probably ever touch, and they all ended up doing great. So mm-hmm. you can also make a buck if you really yeah. wanted to on these games as well. But it seems like this studio that made Unravel is only like 15 people, so it's not like it's going to cost them an arm and a leg to make mm-hmm. the game. It's going to cost them a few million dollars, but we'll see what happens. What's, what's going on? Are we live on Twitch now as well? No, Twitch is finally back. Like, and I because when, like, when I'm saying Twitch is down, I mean the entirety of the site of Twitch was down. Like, no one was broadcasting. Mm. So now, see, there are two things on the front page right now, and Twitch.tv/slash Twitch, which is where we were streaming the conference from, and the co-streaming thing was completely dead. 
So that is back now. We're hosting that on our Twitch channel. So if people are over there still watching. But if you notice, I have twitch.tv. You just pulled it up. There's two things live, which means everything's fucked. And then you can see this other one over here that is not live either. So it's up to us what, how we want to handle our situation. Well, we're going to figure it I mean, we have to sit through the Ubisoft conference, so this might just fix itself. You know, in, sure. In, in oh, no, minutes, no. Yeah, we can we just not do the – we're just not clearly not going to do the UB pre-show pre -show. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, guess what? UB's coming up. This is still the post-show on EA, which was disappointing and every heart, everybody's heartbroken. Mm. I know. No, it was disappointing in a lot of ways, but it also was awesome <laughs> in a couple. EA can never show their face at an E3 again. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I think at the end of the day, we got a couple good things out of this. We did sure, it wasn't new bad, it wasn't bad we got news. It was video games. Unravel, we got Battlefront and uh, Mirror's Edge. Like that yeah. alone, I'm like, cool, great. Four great games in yeah, an yeah. hour and a half. That's good. It's easy to focus on the all the bullshit that we don't care about. And even Need for Speed, like you were saying, it looks boring. It, I'm intrigued by it. Like it looks like it's taken a lot of the best pieces from the Need for Speeds, and they were saying that, and it's like you could see it in it. But yeah, it is just to, to me. It's just like I haven't played a Need for Speed game. I used to play. I played all the ones on PS One, and then I, I went off to Hopper Suit Two, and then I kind of stopped. So that was mm -hmm. you know 13 years ago. I don't think it looks boring. I think that that and I, I thought it was a little disingenuous, and I, I don't know the Need for Speed franchise well enough to know like what they were picking and choosing. He was calling out Carbon and Underground and all these things, and I, I respect that. There's certainly things from that mm -hmm. game, but I'm like, dude, just say what it's inspired by and get it over with, because it's clearly and obviously inspired by Fast and Furious, which is and funny. like I don't understand like why you're just gonna be, beat around everything about everything about that, like the way that the silhouettes of the faces and the font on, and the the music and all that. But the thing is, that's funny is like you know I love Fast and Furious. Do but, you? Oh yeah. Oh wow, well, oh, I never yeah. heard but, of that. Underground originally inspired Fast and Furious. Like, it was like a total right, 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 right. hand in hand thing with that game. But like, so it's, it's this Tomb Raider Uncharted situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's interesting. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. But overall, EA, so far the worst conference, but still had some gems. Yeah, I mean, so. there was definitely gem I mean, there was definitely stuff in the big, and you know, started front strong. loaded. We didn't even talk about, you know, Knights of the Fallen Empire, really. Uh, which is going to be the add-on to the Old Republic, which is the MMO that came mm -hmm. out, and then I don't—I didn't even know it still existed. Uh, that's dated for October 27th, and it's free. Yeah, um, which is a clever way. That's cl EA's clever, right? That game still exists and has a has a group of you know a group of people that play it, however big. Yeah, they spent an asinine amount of money on making that game, and they clearly probably haven't made it back. Now, Star Wars has always been part of the zeitgeist, but now this fall and this winter, Star Wars is really going to be part of the zeitgeist. So you get people in on this free DLC, and you hook maybe a few hundred thousand people back into playing and paying for a subscription or whatever it is, or buying the game. I don't even know if it's a subscription-based game anymore. Mm -hmm. um, there's something clever about that, about going to your well and being like, well, this exists, and we still support it, and now it's relevant again. Maybe they should have, you know... Released a, a whole new MMO or prepared one, but I mean that, that's hard. That takes years exactly, to do. So you so thing. you go back and and you figure those things. It out. was so interesting was to see them have come out and give them time, and then also to be like, hey, this is what you wanted probably the first time, right? This is Bioware storytelling. Make choices, meet these characters, all these different things. That I mean, like when they announced Old Republic, right? People were like, oh, cool. But I think the majority of people were like. Why don't you just make another Kotor? You know what I mean? Like, just give us another Bioware yeah. Star Wars game. Give them the you know ability to go do whatever they want to go do, and let us as players choose our destiny mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And I know people liked Kotor to an extent, but it's an MMO and it didn't click the way it should have. Swartor. Swartor. Sorry, I do yeah. that every time. I mean, again, the CG cutscenes look fucking awesome. Yeah, of course they're they super do. cool. Yeah, I want that game. Give yeah. me that game. You won't please. get that game. I'll never get that yeah. game. But it'll it, one day maybe. One day, maybe things are looking a little bit better on Twitch. Yeah, it looks like it's it looks like it's coming back. Out. I mean, I was just watching uh, our friend Jules Wassum actually was on there. Uh, He's on the official Twitch thing. Yeah, he was on you, uh, our friend from Renegade Kid that does um, Mutant Muds Attack and Zeo Drifter yeah. and all that. He was showing his games off, so it looks like everything's and a viewer of Colin and Greg live almost every day. I don't know if you knew that. And that's true. I didn't that's, know that. One hundred percent true story. What a nice guy. Um, great developer. 
bringing the new mutant mods and Zeo Drifter to Vita PS4, right. I believe. Um, so yeah, what we have to decide now, we're going into Ubisoft. Obviously, we're not going to because of the the jacked up fucking nature of Twitch. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll go back there if when it, it works. works. Yeah. Um, the basic thing is that Ubisoft will go. Uh, right now, Twitch, it looks like, if you look at my screen and how broken your screen is, it looks like Twitch is pouring in all their efforts to making sure twitch.tv slash Twitch works. That's the one that will have the Ubisoft conference on it. We are hosting it on our site as yeah. far as twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. When that ends, or if we can come in beforehand, we'll break in and put ourselves back up with the conference still going. If not, then be in the chat like you are right now, and we'll show you the link to the next YouTube video. That's the post show. I was mm -hmm. wondering if it would be fantastic that Twitch support might just tweet something. I don't know. I'm just... The fact that I'm Twitch, throwing that out there. Twitch but. and Twitch support aren't talking about their entire site being broken. Shows you how broken it is. That they're yeah. just like, uh, all hands on deck. How can they not? I, Someone I, I figure this out. Like, look at a, Twitch on my screen. Just as just as a brief aside, though, how can they not? Like, it's probably a server load issue, and it's gonna get. The, it's gonna be the worst it's going to be during Sony. So, yeah. like, how do you not prepare for that? I don't know, man. It's a little obnoxious. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, but that's definitely we're something. rolling. We're rolling on we're on rolling YouTube. We have seventy five hundred people here joining yeah, us on YouTube. We do appreciate it. And remember, uh, Tim will be cutting this out as a gamescast, another yes. regular gamescast. Episode. We're gonna end well, the, that's the whole thing. The gamescast is ending now. This is the, as soon as we end this video, the gamescast. So is this, done and whatever the hell this happens, it'll just be the gamescast. So yeah. right now, this is still gamescast. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, oh, I mean, do you want to do? We do can talk. Wanna, let's talk about Ubisoft real quick because we're going into Ubi, right? The pre. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, we can talk okay, about cool. at least our what do you guesses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Was that was the post show for EA? Now we're going into the pre show for Ubi. And if you hadn't ever caught a pre-show for us because you were too busy and you're catching this YouTube archive, this is what the pre-shows look like. Uh, so uh, we made some guesses about UB, Greg. Both of us made uh, one guess. Okay. I made a guess with five parts. You made a guess with one part, as is usually the case. Yeah, I tried look to how long the col it. my columns are compared to yours. I know. Oh, it's and disgusting. the score has been updated. It's uh, it's tightening, three point nine two to two point five. I'm. See, I feel like you're pulling up away. Uh, well, you got a point with EA. Yeah, you got. I'm doing like chip damage. You get bigger. <laughs> uh, so your guess for Ubi was best trailer according to Greg is an U is an Ubi art game. Now that's a total bullshit prediction, but we're gonna mm. we're gonna hold him to the on you know thank to you. be honest. Thank about you. Thank you. I'm going to be honest about it. Um, so that's his prediction, and that's a very you know that's a very subjective opinion. But uh, and then my prediction for Ubisoft was that Watch Dogs Two will be revealed. Um, they'll obviously talk about it. They'll show a trailer. No release date, um, and it's next gen only. Mm. Um, so five parts. Greg also predicted that uh, Rainbow Six gets delayed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That already got confirmed. Oh, okay. It got, yeah, yeah, it got a release date during a Microsoft thing, so everybody's yeah. fine with it. We have over here on the standby screen Ubisoft 2015 conference getting ready to start Start mm. shortly. We'll let you know. Of course, we'll stop this when it happens, so you'll be able to switch over. Like I said, still hosting with the only Twitch site that appears to be working, which is Twitch on Twitch.tv. Good. At least, at least their stream's working. But of the course, you're on YouTube already. Feel free to E3. click up on that big old YouTube E3 thing. Go watch Jeff Keighley do his part of the show. Um, so yeah, I mean, otherwise, you, I think UB is going to be exciting uh, in the sense that they always. We were talking about with EA with with uh, Unravel. Mm -hmm. That's a very Ubisoft style game, I think. Yeah. Um, in in the sense that they don't only make those games; they make Tom Clancy games mm -hmm. and Assassin's Creed and Far Cry and all these games. But they do take risks on these smaller games. Lots of them. They do it pretty incessantly they usually have one or two in, de in development at any time so i'm most excited and most interested to see if they um are Keep able it up. to do that again yeah yeah, yeah. i, I want to see what ubi's got up their sleeve i want to see i'd like to see i know they did a little bit with uh the tom clancy game that did not get delayed ruining my predictions but i'd like to see more siege i'd like to see more gameplay yeah. that last year it had such a great demo and they showed the airplane stuff today which was cool but it looked mm -hmm. a little bit Light. I'd like to see yeah. more of that. I want to see more of the division, right? I imagine we see Watch Dogs too. <laughs> I wouldn't mind seeing a lot of that. 
So we're waiting. He says Ubisoft. Yeah, He's still getting ready. Show will start shortly. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. Hopefully they'll stop start promptly. I kind of got a pee, so I hope yeah, me they, too. They, start, they start they start you know, somewhat <laughs> promptly. But we'll I mean, we could just stop. You want to just stop and go? We could all go pee. All right, well, that's we pee together. Cut Shit. to that. Well, no, we're not cutting to anything. Oh, okay. We're not. We can't host on YouTube. So we, right. once we end the YouTube video, then that's the end of this Gamescast breakout for you. Well, cool. You don't even have to edit. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Kind of Funny Gamescast well, Real quick, while you're here thing. on YouTube, because Twitch broke, subscribe to this channel. We're close to 100,000 Yeah, definitely subscribe to this channel, please. Yeah, It'd and, great. and uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter feeds, because we'll figure out if we... We'd like to go back to Twitch, because yeah. we can host natively the streams yes. there. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do moving forward. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, by the time Yubi's done in an hour, an hour and a half, this is all fixed. Yes. If not... You know, I'm gonna be Who knows? Pissed. We might be in both places because we're crazy like Damn, that. Damn, we fucking insane. We own the internet. Fredo knows. Fredo knows. All right. You want right. to wrap it up? Yeah, well, you guys wrap it up. I'm going to go over there and click you off. All, All right, right, cool. But you say stuff about what we are and who we are. We are kind of funny. Right now, we're kind of funny games. We're at E3 2015. We're streaming all day long today. We're doing every pre and post show for each conference. It's going to be crazy. We got Ubisoft coming up next and soon, soon, we got Sony. Exciting.